You're listening to the essential WFDU-FM HD1 Teaneck, the New York metro area's premier public music station at 89.1 megahertz and worldwide at WFDU.FM. 89.1. And welcome back to Traditions. I'm Ron Alesco. I'm very glad you're with us today. Uh, as I mentioned at the start of the show, we're going to be uh, playing some songs about 9-11 uh, since today's broadcast is the 15th anniversary of September 11th. And uh, during the final hour, we'll be, be sharing some songs, including some songs from Jack Hardy, and, uh, and we'll be playing songs by others who were affected by the, the tragedy of, of 9-11. Uh, but today we have a guest in the studio who also was affected by 9-11. And uh, actually, uh, to, to be perfectly upfront, we're recording this program today. Because um, at 4 o'clock on September 11th, she is going to be performing uh, in, in Tarrytown, New York with the Levins. And we're going to talk about that a little bit. So we're actually recording this in the studio for broadcast on 9-11, if that makes sense to you folks at home. But just, you know, you know what day it is, so <laughs> that's okay. But I, I'd like to welcome to our studio now uh, a woman who uh, is from the Westchester School of Music. She has a wonderful CD that came out this year. Her second CD, it's called Beyond the Ash and Steel. And her name is Judy Cass. Judy, welcome to the show. Thanks, Ron. I'm, I'm so honored to have you here today. And I want to play some songs and, and talk to you about your experience, um, a very personal experience involved in 9-11. But I, I wonder if you would start us off with a song. Sure. Um, this is a song from my CD, um, which has a real theme of time, I think. And uh, this is about uh, those times in our life when we want to stop the clock just a little bit and be in the moment. And it's called Carry Me Nowhere. The last day of her childhood She circled round the neighborhood Her friends had long since journeyed on But she pedaled hard and stayed behind a little longer The early days go quickly by Swiftly with the years they fly Till standing by tomorrow's door It beckons yet she lingers a little longer So carry me nowhere Mr. Keeper of Time Let me sail onward in this moment that's mine Just carry me nowhere Mr. Keeper of Time Let me sail onward in This moment that's mine With one foot out and one foot in A young adulthood life begins She plays it up and plays to win And finds her own way in the end so carry me nowhere, Mr. Keeper of Time Let me sail onward in this moment that's mine Just carry me nowhere, Mr. Keeper of Time Let me sail onward in this moment that's mine 
the sun shines on a summer's day. She watches light and water play, and as the evening slips away, the sun cries out and begs to stay. So carry me nowhere. Mr. Keeper of Time Let me sail onward in This moment that's mine Just carry me nowhere Mr. Keeper of Time Let me sail onward in This moment that's mine Just let me sail onward in This moment that's mine is a beautiful song. Carry Me Nowhere, Judy Cass in our studios today. That's a song that also appears on her uh, album that came out earlier this year, Beyond the Ash and Steel. And I'm so honored uh, to have her in our studio today, today of all days too. I mean, that, that song, I, I, I guess there's something in all of us about, you know, wishing to turn back time and sure. either to change things or relive things or uh, I, I guess we end up forgetting about the, the moment that we're in now. So easy to do that. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, Judy, we, 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 we mentioned at the start, um, you out of a personal connection with, with the, uh, the tragedy of nine 11, uh, you were employed and worked in the world trade center. Yes. On and by, by, wow. But by circumstances, you, you weren't there that day. Tell us a bit about what, what, what sure. you, what was your job there? I was, um, I was in a global, um, HR position. I was at the time uh, working in employee relations and uh, working on the 48th floor of the World Trade Center and, and uh, had a global team. So we were kind of spread out all over the place, including mm-hmm. Europe. Um, and I wasn't there that day because uh, my fourth grade <laughs> daughter uh, had been experiencing an, an interesting transition to fourth grade and the yeah. organizational skills required and came home totally overwhelmed with the prospect of, of a notebook check the following Aww. day. Yeah, I know. I walked in and she was, Mommy, yeah. Mr. Yeah. Lynx is checking notebooks. Aww. Yeah, and it had been a, a long day. I, I had been working on a major project and, and had been you know, burning the midnight oil. So when I came in, I decided right then and there when I saw her uh, that I was going to spend the next day at home, work from home, which we had the flexibility to do periodically, and and um, take the 9 a.m. call scheduled that mm. next morning uh, from my desk. And when I did, the phone rang busy at the World Trade Center, which it never does. Uh, and, and moments later, my um, my boss called me from her office in Richmond, and you know said, "Turn on the TV," and I watched as um, as, as the first building was hit. Uh, and knowing that I had, you know, so many colleagues there and right, you know, close to where the plane was. And we still had not quite grasped what had happened and we're thinking yeah. it was an accident. And um, when the second plane hit, it's, it started to sink in, but it still took a long time for us to really understand the magnitude 
of, of what was going on. Yeah, obviously, I remember that. Obviously, we most of us will we'll always remember that day and not knowing what was happening at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not even sure how to, how to begin to ask, but when you knew what it was, when you knew your colleagues were, were lost. You know, Ron, it actually took a few days for us to realize just how many were lost. We had set up, I was in human resources, so it was quickly brought in two days after. I think we went in on a Thursday, it happened on a Tuesday, and into a room in the Midtown office, because um, that was downtown. And we were trying to reach out to see who was safe and create a list of who was safe, who was missing, calling hospitals, trying to see if we can f learn about our colleagues. And colleagues' families were coming in, and, and, and um, it wasn't until, I, I would say, several days after that we realized that, that many of those who, you know, who, who we thought possibly might turn up in hospitals did not. Mm. Um, and it was... It was an organization just going through shock and grieving. Uh, we had um, taken the Millennium Hotel for, um, I, I guess it might have been a week later, to uh, help families with the process of, of, of reconciling and, and, and applying for benefits and, and just going from developing policies to holding a colleague's baby so that their their widow could could make their way through the paperwork needed mm. to, you know, get things going and help them. Uh, it was it was a time that just rocked the world of so many. Sure, and, and it's still rocking the world, un mm -hmm. unfortunately. Uh, you know, you, you you were obviously in a, in a difficult position, uh, being an employee, losing mm -hmm. friends, mm -hmm. but yet you had a job that you had to do. Yes. Um, yeah. Which you know, I, I can hear from from what you're telling us that you had you did and you you, uh, you sound like you did a wonderful job at it. But mm -hmm. when did you personally get your own time to mourn and to to heal? It was delayed, yeah. <laughs> without a doubt. It was delayed, um, and I think I was probably walking around in, in in a cloud for for a long time. You know, we we had a memorial. Um, even the song that we're going to hear, which I had, you know, written for, um, written for the daughter of a colleague who had perished and couldn't play it mm. <laughs> for 14 years because I hadn't gone through my grieving. It probably hit me a good three months in when I knew that I just wasn't operating uh, really from, you know, from, from a healthy place, you know, emotionally. And I needed to do my own work mm -hmm. and to um, allow myself to grieve. Sure. Yeah. And, and how did you grieve? Was it, did you get music. help or was it music? That's what I was going to get to. Yes. Music. Yes. You know? <laughs> yeah. um, it's, it's the common denominator with, with any healing process, I think, is, is love. And, and, and music is such a wonderful vehicle. I do a lot of work with trauma um, and, and children. And, and just sometimes the process, even more powerful than talking through it, is the ability to connect with the impact of trauma that you have physically mm -hmm. and music allows you to do that it allows you to connect on 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 a cognitive level on, a, on an emotional level and even physically as you're as you're rocking and right. many cultures have that and you know in, in, in the way they connect with music well I, i'd like to play the the title cut from your cd which is called beyond the ash and the steel i don't know if it really needs any more introduction than that let's uh let's, let's, let's do it let's yeah. listen here here's judy cass mm -hmm. 
Time will take you past your sorrow And slowly move you through your pain Let it take you to tomorrow Where you'll find your way again And the road that you will follow Maybe off the beaten path You can find your beacon waiting In the strength of every breath There'll be days that go too quickly Some will never seem to end Some will leave their comfort with you And others show you how In the apex of the moment You let go the willful fight So the wave of calm can find you And soothe the storms that still unite Life reminds our spirits how to rise Looking past the dark and teary skies Slips through the darkest hours Shares a hint of brighter day Let it bathe you in its showers Rays of hope to shine the way Time will take you past your sorrow And the love will help you heal Let it take you to tomorrow And far beyond the ashen steel Far beyond the ashen steel Beyond the Ash and Steel, and that was Judy Cass, the title song from her new CD, her second CD, uh, and Judy's with us in the studio today. At four o'clock today, uh, on September 11th, she'll be at the uh, Church Hall in Tarrytown, New York, and tomorrow night, Monday the 12th, she's going to be at the Rockland Center for Spiritual Living uh, in Tapan, New York with the Levins both days and we're going to talk about those performances um, and, and what it's all about because it's it's more than just a concert but before we get to that I, I, Judy I'd like to talk to you a little bit more about this song and, and your experiences on, on 9-11 sure. um, that song I, I you said before was written for, for a colleague who yes. passed away but 
I, I guess it was also written for you as well. Well, you know, it's interesting. You mentioned, you, you asked when I was able to tap into my own process of grieving. And, and uh, as I said, I, I, I had written the song after our memorial um, at St. Patrick's Cathedral. And, and there was this little girl with a picture of her, her mom who had by the way, just a few days earlier, before the the uh, tragedy, had gotten permission to work remotely and mm. um, you know to spend more time with her child, and um, I couldn't sing it, I couldn't sure. perform it, until I realized that I needed to do two things. I needed to repurpose it to be not about grieving, but about working through and healing. Mm -hmm. I also had to have it be about me yes. <laughs> and to me. So. Um, well, well, you you eventually, I mean, you were writing songs most of your life, uh, mm -hmm. but you really weren't pursuing it, I don't think, until after this whole yeah. uh, tragedy. Yeah, yeah. I, I I did a little bit in in my early twenties, but but not you know not with any seriousness. Things like you know needing to pay rent and right. <laughs> going to graduate school can't kind of got in the way, uh, but. If, if you look at the uh, finding meaning with any tragedy, certainly uh, the experience of 9-11 propelled me towards um, moving closer to doing what I felt I probably needed to be doing all along. Mm -hmm. um, so it took me a couple of years, but I, I left the corporate arena. I, I like to joke and say I stopped dress, dressing naked emperors. and <laughs> <laughs> Very often human resources can be. Right, right. Um, and I connected with an organization in Westchester. I was so fortunate to find them, Tribes Hill. Oh, sure. Uh, they're a collective yeah, of musicians, wonderful uh, group of musicians, folks in different stages of, of, of their pursuing uh, music. And... Um, that allowed me to get my sea legs back with performing and just working through my own grieving allowed me to um, start writing again. Mm -hmm. uh, and it well, just poured out. <laughs> well, I'm glad you did because you've written uh, so many wonderful songs. And obviously, it's, it's not all about 9 11. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, uh, in fact, one thing I was curious about in this um, Beyond the Ash and Steel. Uh, it's, it sounds like it was written a while ago. Obviously, you said it was, it was written for uh, a memorial service. But I noticed you didn't record it on your first album, which came out in 2014. That's right, because uh, it, it wasn't ready. Really? Uh, <laughs> was or you weren't ready. Yes, okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, you know, I'd written it first also on guitar, and it took me, uh, when I repurposed it uh, for the other reasons, I, I realized, hmm, this is really a piano song. Uh -huh. um, so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we're, we're glad it finally came out, and we're glad you finally recorded this as this, uh, the CD. Um, you recorded, it was produced with, with Mark Dan. Uh, yes. Who's uh, always uh, does amazing Mark work. Yeah. <laughs> I, Mark is, uh, I've known Mark since the early days of Speakeasy and uh, mm -hmm. Fast Folk. And uh, he, he's, he obviously adds a lot to, of experience and a lot oh, of help. I, I assume you uh, gained some uh, insight from him. Oh, absolutely. And and Mark is, is it's incredible to be in a studio with him. I mean, he's he's such a musician. He's a musician's musician, and he's he's mixing and laying down a bass line mm -hmm. <laughs> at the same right. moment. And um, he he's so um, well rounded musically that he can partner beautifully um, and. I, I was very fortunate. He also has great neighbors. He was I, able to bring in some. That's what I was getting to next. I mean, some of the, the people on this, it's very impressive. I mean, uh, you've got John Sebastian. Yes. Uh, I mean, right away, that's <laughs> that, that's a big one. Uh, uh, Sarah Milanovich, uh, mm -hmm. I, I love her voice. And, and who else do we have, do we have here? 
we have uh, my daughter, uh-huh. <laughs> Kyla Moskovich. She's a, a trumpeter. Uh, she's 24. And uh, she had studied classical trumpet and now is, is playing a lot of different genres. And she graced the CD. She had graced the, the first one as well um, with some trumpet. And this one, she um, uh, plays on one tune, uh, some wonderful trumpet licks, and then uh, joins in on harmony on, on vastness for now, another um, vastness of now, another tune there. Uh, but I was really fortunate to have her and Dan Hickey on, on drums, who I think... Um, has has played with a number of people and, and is a great musician. And let me see. I think that's pretty much it. Forgive me if I'm forgetting anyone, but I don't think I am. No, I think it's I think a, you covered it, it there. It I, I want to play this first cut right now. Um, it's called Chili Pepper Nights. <laughs> oh, gosh. Where, where did this one come from? <laughs> yeah, this one has a story. I had met um, what was going to be a, a, a very close friend when her car... Um, broke down in front of my house with her mother and two young daughters. Uh, and uh, I came out and helped, and we, and my daughter was young at the time. We formed a, a great friendship. I went up to visit her where she lived in this little town called Coldwater, Canada. And um, we just had, um, we had a lovely couple of days, and one of those evenings we had made a lovely dinner. Kids had played all day, retired for all the right reasons, and... It was just the per- you know one of those perfect nights, and right. you're able to be in it. And it, the food was great, the wine was great, <laughs> music was great, and there were these chili pepper lights oh, all yes. around her dining room and kitchen. And I just needed to write about it. <laughs> Music's good and talk is cheap Stars pop out their shiny skins And shake and shed their stellar sins I'm in for a chili pepper night with you I'm down for a funky night in town for two Don't care if town's closed for the night We'll dream up a jukebox Playing slick hot licks With things of fun, fun, oh mommy No need to find no money when you're in your into your head too Got a jug and vow to chew A night ahead just to spend with you Songs to sing and tears to spill But the sun's gonna rise for we've had our fill I'm in for a chili pepper night with you I'm down for a funky night in town for two I don't care if town's closed for the night We'll dream up a jukebox Playing slick havocs with things a fun, fun, oh money No need to find no money When you're in your head Just get in my head Like a good friend should I'll get myself into your head too Got a 
every night with you I'm down for a funky night in town for two Don't care if town's closed for the night We'll dream up a jukebox Playing slick havocs With fakes of fun, fun, oh mommy No need to find no money when you're in your head Just get in my head like a good friend should I'll get myself into your hat too In cold water, yes I do I love my cold water chili pepper nights with you Cold water, yes I do I love my cold water chili pepper nights with you Chili Pepper Nights, that's Judy Cass from her album Beyond the Ash and Steel. And that's a song that, that cuts uh, starts off the recording, kind of a, uh, an up-tempo, for kind of, I don't know, it kind of gets us in, it, it sets a mood, but then you change it. So many different songs, there's so many different feelings that come through on this, this album, and that's one of the things I loved about it. it uh, you know, I've, I've heard some songwriters come out, with recordings that it almost sounds like their therapy session that you're listening to, (laughs) but yet you touch on a lot of different feelings, emotions, and it's something that I think everybody can reach to. And that's, that's a difficult uh, task, uh, a different difficult path for a songwriter to to do. Uh, But you've, you've obviously done done your homework here. Thank you. And and this is your second CD. Um, Your first one came out in 2014, was it? 2014. And I co-produced that with Jay Mafali, a wonderful Jay Mafali of the Yaya's and No Fuss and Feathers. And and he was so wonderful to work with um, on that because I I hadn't been in a studio on one of my own projects um, in in, in years. And he was able to just really be consultative and and supportive and a lot of fun. We did a lot of laughing. Right. And, And that one was was a really nice acoustic type of of project Mm -hmm. um we wanted it to have the feel of being in 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 someone's living room and playing with them and 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 it was a lot of fun and and a great way to kind of get my my foot back in well we're glad you did and we're glad you came out with the other ones relatively quickly after that i mean i have to do it before i forget my songs (laughs) (laughs) well you're writing some great music and i think you have a new one that you wanted to share with us yeah yeah it's uh not been pressed and um you know it's it's interesting that you um come through these situations and and you you have a theme that resonates, and for me, it, it, I think it's being in the moment and, and uh, being able to, to be sure of just that one time you're in, that one, one period that you're in, and to appreciate the heck out of that. And um, this song, I think it's going to be called One Sure Given. That's how new it is. <laughs> and uh, this, is, this is a good test drive. On the water's edge Gazes at the traveler Beckons her to come ashore And stay well beside her She stays within the sight of land Watches from a distance And wonders how she'll stay the storm questions her resistance and the one sure given that we hold the only truth we know for certain the precious gift we share is gold the moment that we're living 
lets herself drift to the shore and sits beside the elder, reads a question in her eyes and nods a silent answer. And the one sure given that she holds, the only truth she knows for certain, the precious gift she shares in gold, the small man that she's living. She holds the only truth she knows for certain. The precious gift she shares is gold. This moment that she's living. One sure given that you hold The only truth you'll know for certain This precious gift we share is gold This moment that you live in mm-hmm. Ooh, mm-hmm. Oh, just lovely. Oh, the working title is... One sure given. One sure given. Oh, I love that. And living for the moment. I mean, that's that's kind of the theme that you were mentioning that goes through your yeah. music. And it's yeah. some great advice. Uh, your, your songwriting, you had mentioned before that, you know, you've always been kind of doing it in your 20s and your career went off to other paths. How has your songwriting changed over the years? And I, I guess after yeah. 9-11 changed differently. But, it did. Uh, um, started happening more prolifically uh, yeah, <laughs> with <yeah>. completing them. <laughs> but but, what, did, but what, what was your music like back in the early days? Well, I was classically trained. Um, mm-hmm. We all had uh, piano lessons, and I even had some violin lessons. And um, I, I think I probably, although I, I um, connected in with folk early, I think my songwriting changed as other influences came in, such as jazz and blues. And and um, as I was able to bring in a wider frame of reference, mm. um, I, I can't say that I've always uh, started either with a lyric or with a with a melody, but I, came, I became aware more of um, the power of, of, of both of those. For example, with lyric, how how it is almost like like a rhythm instrument in itself. You yeah. know, the cadence of words and, and, and what you might choose can can really make a difference with, with the, 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 the music and what it sounds like. So, The, the purpose of writing songs, uh, I, I always marvel at songwriters because I, I, I don't have it in me. <laughs> I, I get to play them on the radio. But um, 
you know, I, I always wonder the motivation. I know some of it is 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 kind of a, a self healing and therapy. Mm-hmm. Others is to get message across. What is it for you? I mean, what what is it you're looking for to do with your music? Right. Well, I mean, it it songs have come out in different ways. I mean, mm-hmm. I I have I have songs that have come out in thirty minutes. You know, I've just gotten out of my own way, and and you know, as as my mother talks about my delivery, for example, I was a quick delivery, uh-huh. um, and others that um, I've had to circle around, um, and 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 nab at, and right. songs I've put away for years, and 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 took them out and finished. So for me. Um, it, it, for me, sometimes it hasn't always been fun. Sometimes, if I'm I'm stuck on a song and 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 it's painful, why can't I? Why can't I finish this? And other times, it's felt so great to get it done. So I, I love to sing something I've written. Mm-hmm. It's it connects. I mean, it's it's my way of connecting in with with what. In, in a form of therapy I work with, we call our, my wise mind, that sense of, of, of just, it's just right. You know, it mixes the, the, the cognitive with the emotional and, and that sense of intuition. And, and it's, there's no better feeling. Sure. So I sure. do it because it feels good when I get it done. That's the right reason to do it. <laughs> uh, for those of you just tuning in, Judy Cass is our, our guest today on Traditions. And uh, later on in the program, we are going to be playing some more songs uh, in in memory of, of the of the tragedy of 9/11, but we have Judy in our studio with us now. As I mentioned, she's going to be performing, actually at four o'clock this afternoon. Although we're recording this in advance, but you don't you don't need to know all that. <laughs> but on <laughs> September 11th at 4 p.m., uh, Judy and the Levins will be at the Church Hall in uh, Tarrytown, New York. And tomorrow, Monday, September 12th, they will be at the Rockland Center for Spiritual Living in Tapan, New York. That's at 32 Old Tapan Road. Your website mentions that these are commemorative and interactive, interactive musical events reflecting on the process of collective healing. Can you expound upon that a little bit and tell sure. us what's going to be happening at these events? Sure. Um, I, the Levins are, are, my, I think, my favorite duo. Oh, yes. They're just fabulous. And, and we recognized uh, that, that, that a lot of what we write, there's some similar, similar undercurrents and, and, and the focus on, on uh, positivity and healing and collective healing. And, and um, we have wanted to do this for a long time and, and took this opportunity with, um, you know, with the upcoming 15th anniversary of 9-11 and really wanting to make that be, uh, you know, anniversaries are a time when, when you do kind of focus on your ongoing need for healing yeah. uh, in, in a positive way. It's, it's, it's a work in progress. So this is going to be a collection of our um, uh, of a number of our songs that we've written. We'll be singing a lot together. I'm so excited oh, about singing fun. Freeport Harmony with them. <laughs> you know, they're just so incredible. And and, um, and our music works together well. We'll be encouraging folks to sing along on a number of them. And there'll be some exercises as well, some you know meditative exercises. Not too much. Uh-huh. You know, it'll be experiential. Um, and we wanted to have something be a little different than just the regular you know, concert. So. Sure. Oh, that, that sounds lovely. Um, again, if our listeners would like some more information, uh, you can go to Judy's website, which is judycast.com. And uh, again, at 4 o'clock today, September 11th, at the Church Hall on West Elizabeth Street in Tarrytown, New York, at 4 p.m. And on Monday night, uh, Judy and the Levins will be at the Rockland Center for Spiritual Living, 32 Old Tapan Road in Tapan, New York, 7 p.m. show. 
And you've got some other events coming up. On I see on uh, the 16th, you and Glenn uh, Rothel will be uh, yes. performing together. Where, what, tell us Another about that one. Another favorite. Oh, <laughs> I love Glenn. Um, we're going to be at the Bronxville Women's Coffee House. Um, I had uh, Al Hemberger, I think, who runs that series, um, had asked me to perform there. And he said, hey, you don't, haven't booked a Cobell yet. Mm-hmm. Anyone you'd, you'd like to play with? And I said, oh, boy. <laughs> there are num- there are so many musicians I'd love to play with, but I, I enjoy playing with Glenn. He's played with me a couple yeah. of times before, and he's a fabulous songwriter in his own right. And, and uh, again, it was wonderful uh, organization. He, he connects with Empower, I believe, mm-hmm. um, and uh, just brings such wonderful things to you know, you, you touched on something a few minutes ago where we were talking about your own songwriting, and now we mentioned with Glenn about you know empowerment and positivity, and I'm seeing so much more of that these days, which is a real delight for me. Uh, you know, I think it was a spell during the '90s where everybody, every singer songwriter, seemed to be writing about their love life or lack of love life, <laughs> and it just got to be so depressing. And you know, people, yeah. I used to joke people they're singer song whiners, but you know, <laughs> but what we, what I'm hearing today from people like you and, and so many others is uh, this positivity, which the yeah. world certainly needs at oh, this time, and uh-huh. and especially on a day like 9/11. Uh, oh yeah, it's. Oh, it's yeah. Uh, and for me as a therapist, writing about, you know, just depressing things would be like a busman's holiday. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not, you know, I, I, I needed it to really bring myself to, to um, you know, a, a more positive perspective. And it's done that. And, and, you know, words are powerful. What you're telling yourself, the messages you're telling yourself, it affects your, or your emotions. And how you interpret the world affects your emotions, which will affect how you choose to behave and respond to them. Mm. So. That's a good point. How we live with each other. That's that's, that's right. That's what it's all about. That's right. Well, well, Judy, would you share another song with us? Sure. Um, so this song, which is also on on my album Beyond the Ash and Steel, uh, which is called Selfless Deal, Selfless Deed, is uh, actually um, inspired by a true story, which was recently um, posted again in Upworthy. I think it was originally in the. New York Times, in the back of it, they used to have these these human interest stories uh, on that last page. And this was a story that a social worker had submitted about his experience of, of being robbed. Um, I think it was a knife point. And, and um, when he could see that the kid was, was, was frightened and he um, spoke to him very gently and said, you know, you look kind of cold. <laughs> it's a cold huh. night. Would you, would you take my jacket? And I was just going to go get something to eat, but I'd like to I'd like to treat you but but I need my wallet <laughs> and they formed this friendship wow. that uh, that lasted for years and it just spoke to just that power of reaching out and that selfless deed and that's what this is about porch light is offering shelter but tonight she's unable to stop them going as the snow lays a blanket that covers her footsteps she lifts her face tears streaming up to the wind with a head full of shadows and a heart full of darkness she sees no way but gone But the kindness of a stranger Came between her and the wall 
water and gave her a shoulder and told to go on. He stood by the park bench and watched his boy playing and wondered just how in the world he'd stay sane. With foreclosure a sure thing and hunger a given, he ended another week jobless again. With a head full of nightmares and a heart full of anguish, he sees no way but gone. But the kindness of a stranger came between them and the pavement and gave them a shoulder and told to go on. We end up on either side of compassion or need, a little of both along the way. A life can be filled with fortune, with profit and greed, all the power of selfless deed. He pointed the pistol demanded the wallet and begged he could take it and run with no fight so he thought he'd gone crazy when the man took off his jacket and begged him to take it for warmth in the night with a head full of anger and a heart full of skeletons he sees no way without a gun But the kindness of a stranger Came between him and a rapture And gave him the wisdom And hope to go on A life can be filled with fortune Through profit and greed Oh, wow. <laughs> that's that's a great message there. Powerful song based on a on a true story. Yeah, that song. I mean, that that story just affected me so oh, much. You know, it's, it's it's such a lesson, you know, just touching and other people and mm -hmm. realizing the difference that you can make in with others and start small, but that's how the world's going to change. One heart at a time. Yeah. <laughs> Judy, I, I, I want to thank you so much. Oh, but before I thank you, I want to just say, I, I've been meaning to say this, but your, your guitar playing is just exquisite. I, I, I just, Thank you. I, I wish our audience could watch you play <laughs> as I am right now. Uh, thank you. You mentioned you came from a musical family. You played, yes. you played a lot, the number of different instruments yes. as well. Yeah. Piano and violin. And, and guitar is one thing I'm, I'm really kind of self-taught in. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, let's see. Yeah. You did a good job. You're well, a good thank teacher you. there. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, well, well, Judy, I, I, I do want to thank you again for coming by. And I, I wanted to broadcast this on 9-11 because it's obviously the 15th anniversary. It's a, a difficult time a lot of people have remembering what happened. I mean, I think all of us remember where we were, what happened. Many mm -hmm. of us were, were, were touched in one way or another by the tragedy. Uh, uh, every morning, my 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 house. I walk around this pond, and there's a memorial 
uh, for the, some of the people in our town that oh. died. And there's a piece of steel that's yes. there. And I, I walk past that every morning and, 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 and think about mm-hmm. how our, all of our lives have changed. But you've given mm-hmm. us so many great messages in your, in your recordings, in your songs, um, messages of hope. And uh, obviously you went through a lot personally through this. Yes. Reflecting back on it now, what what have you learned since nine eleven in in your in your own life and and in your music? The power of relationship, mm-hmm. the power of love. Mm-hmm. And it seems so trite, but you know, <laughs> as he said, love is love is love. That uh, we can be stuck and uh, and and be in extremes positions in our lives and um, be focused on the it's not fair it shouldn't happen and that keeps us from being able to move to a place where we can navigate our way through if we accept what happened doesn't mean we like it no I I, I don't like what happened on 9-11 it's I wish it hadn't Mm -hmm. yet I had to move myself from a place of, of 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 just how could this have been? It's 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 not fair. It's not right. And to move to a place where I could accept that it happened, forgive, because mm-hmm. if you're not able to forgive and move to a place from love, from from extreme anger, and you let yourself feel those emotions, it's not that you you know you you, you deny yourself those, but it's it you know because as I like to say, if you if you de- Nigh emotions, it's like sitting on a tube in a pool that just pops up and hits you in the face. But if you allow yourself to experience it without getting hijacked by them and being able to move forward to a place of acceptance and acceptance with your whole spirit, your whole soul, your whole self, it is so necessary for the healing that's going to take you to that better place in life. That's good words. Well, if our listeners are, happen to be in the uh, Tarrytown area at 4 o'clock today, you can uh, hear Judy and the Levins. Uh, they're going to be at the Church Hall on West Elizabeth Street in Tarrytown. Tomorrow night, Monday, September 12th, they'll be at the Rockland Center for Spiritual Living, 32 Old Tapan Road in Tapan, New York. Uh, it's a commemorative and interactive musical event which will reflect on this process of collective healing a process that's still going on for 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 so many people and uh again judy i want to thank you for coming by today and and sharing this music and uh, helping us all thanks so much ron it's been an absolute pleasure we're we're going to end with one more song from your your recording again the cd is called beyond the ash and the steel and uh, it's been receiving airplay all over the country deservedly so It's, it's it's a marvelous recording um it's a song called turn us around could you introduce this one for us? Yes. Um, th- as I was mentioning, we can get so uh, locked into extreme positions and unable to extricate ourselves from them. And I, I think today <laughs> our current environment reflects that very <laughs> often <laughs> oh, yeah. and the difficulties of that. So this is a song about uh, the, the process of, of finding that middle path. And again, it's, it's, it's validating without necessarily having to agree with, but, but to be able to recognize that kernel of potential truth in anyone's position and something that we can at least agree on um just like the desire to be safe everybody wants to be safe we have different ideas about how to get there so it's about turning us around from a path of adversity to 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 really trying to recognize that kernel of truth and and work together for a better better solution let's hope so judy cast thanks again for being here today thank you ron 
I want to turn us around From this road we are taking us down I want to show you my truth I want to listen to yours No marches or protests No hands over ears Sharing visions and tears I want to tear down the wall Stand together and watch the bricks fall Feel the air as it clears Hear the sweet sound of calm grow near Acceptance and reason Replacing cold stone Eclipsing the hate and scorn Another path, not this 